0: You are listening to the Foamy Heads Podcast, where we discuss craft beer and anything else that accompanies a glass.
1: Welcome to another episode of The Foamy Heads. Mitch and Rich hanging out on the mics today. We are chilling with Ryan Jensen with Marrowbone Creek Brewing, all the way out in Ashland City, Tennessee. Ryan, what's up, dude? How's it going, man? We are excited, dude. Yeah. This is we've been messaging probably ever since the um, the Nashville Craft Beer Social Club is where we met you when we did the um oh, the one of the bottle share. shares at the Cedar Tap, which is also you guys' spot. And I want to hear a little bit more about that later. But um, you were pouring beers for us that day and kind of just hanging out. And we started talking and shit, Ryan owns Maribone Creek Brewing. That's something that we need to talk about. So we've been we've been kind of a little bit back and forth on and off for the last couple of months. But we're really excited to be out here today. Mitch, man, the uh, mm. drive. Yeah. Not for you. Not too, too bad. No. I guess uh, for you. About 30 minutes. 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Okay. Uh, a little bit more than an hour for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it was an easy drive like it wasn't bad at all it's it's straight back roads all the way in 24 for the most part but then there was some traffic piling up and then it got us took me off onto a back road and then uh being a guy from atlanta first and then like living in nashville for the while it's like stay on the street for 14 miles and i'm like what (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm supposed to do that but we're here yeah, we're here, and we've got beer in front of us, and we've got a gracious host with us, Ryan, mm-hmm. today. So again, man, thanks for having us. Yeah, this is sure. this is awesome. We're actually sitting inside the brewery right now, and we're the only ones here. Yeah, I uh, got
2: to. Well, we both got to see the space. Mm-hmm. We got to walk back and see the rest of the area. It's a beautiful venue. Yeah, uh, plenty of seating, and man, the
1: beer is flowing. Yes, we've got. So, Ryan, you've got um, two different spaces here. You've got the kind of the front of the house area that's got this bar area that's got a few different tables—one, two, three, four, four, five tables—with a cooler, and then you've got a big area out back. So, um, kind of take us through before we get to that a little bit of the history, like what started, what started marrowbone creek brewing, and and where did this whole like passion come from from you?
0: Yeah, so uh, you know, we started talking about the concept, uh, you know month and a half two months into COVID, i mean it was pretty early on um you know as i was working downtown events industry there was kind of no end in sight by that point um you know we're we're you know joking around mostly like oh well what if we just started something what if we did our own thing during the middle of this and you know we, we've got all the time in the world to start a project and uh this is really kind of what happened out of it um you know we're sitting there just joking around you know oh we could do a coffee shop we could do a restaurant and uh, you know, Chris and Julie, their passion was truly in beer. Uh, Chris had been homebrewing for a long time. They had tried to start another brewery several years back, um, which turned into various artists. Oh wow! Uh, so they were they were part of initial talks on that before that fizzled. From my understanding, before that mm. kind of fizzled out into its own thing. Uh, and incredible place when it was when it was still around. Rest uh, in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, so their passion was in that. Um, I didn't even drink at this point. Never had a beer in my life. Not a drop of alcohol. Really? I mean, event side of thing, the restaurant, um, that side of it was kind of my passion more or less. Mm -hmm. It was my experience out of college. I knew the most about that, but the beer side, not a clue. Wow. Um, probably couldn't name more than five breweries in Nashville at that point, um, hadn't tried a single thing Um, so the first time first time i ever drank was uh, a cider you know we're we're experimenting at home and i'm learning about the brewing process from chris and i made my own cider and it said you know well i gotta try it Mm. it was pretty good it was it was a peach cider used a champagne so it was pretty dry Mm. not, not too sweet and uh well i have to compare it to something right so mm-hmm. I try uh, Diskin, I think, was the first place I ever went, Diskin Cider. It's not beer. It's, you know, it's cider. It's sweet. I like it. Well, I got to try something else to compare it. You mm-hmm. know, so, I, you know, that's kind of the staple. And so that's kind of the, the, the bar. I have to try something else. So I end up at Southern Grist.
1: Yeah. And
0: when they were, you know, pumping out the Hill Series, you know, five new sours a week, I, I think the first sour I ever tried was a strawberry raspberry uh, hill, loved mm. it so you know we're we're kind of talking through this i'm finally trying beer for the first time and we see this space come up for lease and you know all all the cards just kind of you know fell into play and you know uh, we talked to the owner of the building and he had a couple other people interested but you know he was looking to improve the space not just lease it as it was mm-hmm. so he really held out for us he saw what we were trying to do i mean you know he held on to it for a good month and a half, just us coming in, taking measurements, looking at it. And I know he turned away a refrigeration guy, you know, that wasn't wow. going to do anything. So this was a completely different space beforehand. I mean, you know, I was saying earlier, you know, it was completely drop ceilings. There was tile on the floor, uh, the bar where it is now up front. Those were offices that we tore out. I mean, um, this was a different space. Wow. So. We we jumped on it, um, you know. We really uh, kind of bootstrapped it from there. Um, you know, really no plans in sight. We just started uh, kind of demoing and, and figuring it out as we went.
2: That's dope. So, Heck yeah, yeah. I've, I I enjoy like the accent walls of the older building as well. I mean, I mean, as far as I know, that is like the brick and everything. Yeah.
0: So those are those were paneled over. Um, it was this angled piece of like veneer or something just oh. across it. So we came in and we started taking that down and realized, you know, well they're rounded on the outside, but they're rounded on the inside too, and ah. chipping away the 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 plaster on it, and it <laughs> revealed all this this cool brick on it.
1: Nice. So,
0: i I've, I've I'm trying to think. We've had
1: we've we've talked to quite a few people on this show, and most of them have either been uh, well established prior to COVID, and they kind of had to pivot a little bit. Um, some of them had just opened before covid and then um so they kind of already had a taste for what was coming and then we've uh, we talked to people that had opened after the shutdown when everything locked was coming back up so i don't think we've ever talked to anybody that had a passion project like during the lockdown and was like hey what if we were to open up a brewery or something
0: pretty pretty bold uh no end in sight (laughs) yeah absolutely
1: but that's a cool story. I, I like hearing that. Mm-hmm. And we have beer in front of us, actually. We do. Um, I four of them. We've got a whole flight. Yeah. Where do we begin? Where? Yeah. Let's talk with the master, Ryan. Which one do we start with first?
0: Uh, let's do light to dark they're kind of out of order but uh okay yeah let's let's dig into this uh the barrel age puzzle Fools gold
1: tell us about the the puzzle Fools gold this is you is like staple beer originally and then this is the barrel age version of it right correct
0: okay so the first i mean this was the first beer we ever came out with uh you know the idea was to come out strong uh big and bold nothing safe was kind of the motto and settled on the belgian golden strong there's not a lot of places locally that are doing belgians um not a lot of that on the market, you know, outside of that even. Yeah. So that, that's kind of what we settled on. And, uh, we didn't even have the back open at this point. We actually had to go contract brew it. Mm. Um, so we, we talked with a local place in Nashville and and they said, yo, absolutely. Sweet. You know, we'll, we'll get you going. Uh, we actually did another batch of puzzle fools there and, uh, I believe, our next two beers, which one was a wet hopped IPA, and we did a Hefeweizen with them as well before we actually were brewing Had outside. your own
1: space to brew. That's right. There's a couple There's a couple of places in Nashville that'll contract brew out for somebody just because they have, at least I thought there was, that have enough space to kind of rent out to, to you guys and other people that don't have the, the space up and running quite yet from what I've heard anyway. So mm. that's, I like seeing the craft beer community come together and helping out and things. like. That. Of course, I mean, they're not going to let you do it for free. Right. No, but, yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. You, know, you pay
0: for grains, you pay the rental and you know, they're right. very helpful, very, very nice. willing. And, uh, you know, I know there's, there's several, uh, places even talking of renting out a shared space and doing grain orders all together oh, nice. to save on shipping costs. And, you know if, that shit's
1: skyrocketing oh, right it's, now. It's insane, it's you know, ridiculous. If
0: it's 300 for a pallet flat, you might as well share it with your buddies too. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it's been a really good uh part to be you know a part of this community. That's awesome, absolutely. So,
1: the Puzzle Fools, the Puzzle Fools Gold is the original uh Belgian Golden Stronger. We're drinking the barrel aged version. This sits at 8.3, if I'm reading the screen correctly up that there. That should be right. Yeah, um, just taking a, a, a whiff on the nose. It's definitely, um, there's some barrel age to it there, a little bit sweetness. Um, it's not overly powerful in terms of like barrel. It says barrel conditioned up there. I don't know if there if there is a difference between that, but I don't, maybe it's the style of beer, but I'm not really picking up like, you know, Mitch, you have those stouts that are like overly mm-hmm. super strong barrel age. I don't pick up on a lot of that like super strong barrel On the nose on this at least, but I haven't tasted it yet either. No, yeah, it's a, it's got a very inviting nose, pleasant. It's got a sweet fruit, like
2: kind of fruit may not be the right term, fruity, but it's got a sweet for sure. Sweet. I don't pick up on any fruity notes. I'm trying to find the right thing. My
0: brain keeps switching to fruit, but it's it's not. You've (laughs) had had a weird (laughs) day
2: today, though. Uh, This is true. Yeah, but
0: I had someone called a a banana bomb the other day. Ah. uh, maybe a maybe a touch, but uh, you know, it's. It's smooth. That's probably what they're equating that to. Well,
1: let's that's jump true. in then. Let's try. it. Cheers. I banana a little bit on the end, a touch, a little bit. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't call it a banana. I mean, I've had mm-hmm. Hefeweizens that are like way more banana overload than something like this. Is there any vanilla in it
0: at all? I don't believe so. Okay. No. Just maybe just that sweetness
1: to... that's messing with you yeah. a little bit. Yeah. The sweet, the, so the the banana on a little bit of banana, yeah, just on the end for me, but not too. It's it's definitely sweet, but I, I think the the barrel conditioning plays nicely with it. It's mm-hmm. it's easy to drink. Eight point three wouldn't have pegged that.
0: Like no, it is <clears> smooth, <throat> and even yeah. the regular version of it too. It's you know down the hatch easy, and mm-hmm. you got to kind of watch out with. Oh, that's dangerous <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah.
1: How long did this one? How how? So is this a one time um, brew for you guys, or are you going to constantly doing the barrel conditioned version? and just like over and over or is the barrel condition like a one-off of you guys' regular uh puzzle fool's gold
0: yeah so this was this was a one-off for a one-year anniversary uh and we're actually we picked up some starlight distillery barrels Mm -hmm. and uh there may or may not be a batch going into that this week nice and it's gonna sit there for good eight months probably yeah So we were we were trying to fast track this. I mean, we were messing with the pressures, trying to get it, you know, in and out of the, of the wood and, and yeah. really soak up some of that flavor. But, you know, I, I think this was kind of a nice, subtle way to introduce a lot of people sure. to that, that oakiness, the, you know, kind of that flavor. And then, you know, really drop the bomb on them. Uh, Second anniversary, yep, right? Absolutely. It'll That'll be cool be awesome. to have something yeah.
1: like that sitting for eight, ten, eight months, ten months, whatever, and, mm-hmm. then, and then bring it out.
0: And those barrels are wet too. Really? I mean, there's probably I a, a think Shane was telling me he dropped those off. There's a, a cup or two of whiskey in them still. Ooh. So Ooh. I may have to dump a little bit of it out before we get too far. Yeah.
1: And that's the, that's the thing about these barrel aged beers, man. Is you can't rush that process. Like, oh, yeah. you know, you can you can you take it out sooner. It's going to be um, <clears throat> those notes are there. I think me personally, like I was a little bit scared of a barrel condition or a barrel aged golden ale but this for me hit right Mm -hmm. just because it's you know i and now i'm curious i mean you've got my attention now i'm curious to know what it's going to be like eight months you know in the barrel 10 months in the barrel whatever
0: um oh okay (laughs) i think you're drinking the wrong one i (laughs) am oh i went for one that was yeah that ain't it
2: ah well that's why this is tasting different richard (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: this
1: one's bitter I don't get it is he drinking the IPA the IPA the IPA the is fruity sweet and fruity. makes a lot more sense. I was like, wow, I don't whatever. Ryan's pointing at your glasses like this one right here, homie. I was like, like, damn it. <laughs> take, a sip, take a sip of that one, Mitch. This is
2: what happens when you don't drink ahead of time. Oh, <laughs> it didn't warm up.
1: That's true. We know Sometimes we come into these things just slightly buzzed a little bit and it makes things just a little There's bit. There's some barrel age there.
2: There you go.
0: I
1: was like, this is just sweet. <laughs> I don't get any barrel-aged taste in this
2: one
0: confidence is coming back now
2: (laughs) my bad yeah that was uh let me go back to the nose then it definitely has a little banana
1: twang to the nose yeah a little bit it's definitely oaky yeah for me on the finish the banana flavor comes out a little bit but the the barrel aging in it is just slightly there just enough to not scare me Mm -hmm. and it's enough to pique my attention for you know what if it sat a little bit longer or what if it sat for a year or whatever yeah but this is not disappointing to me whatsoever i'm i'm that is a tasty beer
2: yeah i can see where the guy got banana bomb as i get more and more of this on my palate but it's not half advice it's not overloaded. Yeah. yeah no
1: more banana when it comes up so the burp sure. definitely has oh. some banana flavor to it nice. yeah if there's any way to not sound disgusting about that <laughs> Some um, things are just the way they are <laughs> ryan first brewery in ashland city dude what i mean why ashland city is it just I it mean, needed it needed the space you needed a place and it was close by and that's what it was
0: that really nails it All uh right. you know chris and julie brought you know bought property out here back in 2019 i think it was so not too long before COVID, it was probably you know, six, seven months before. Uh, So they were already out here. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was living in Brentwood at the time Uh, when I lost my job. I actually was crashing on a tiny house on their property. Um, So that's kind of how we connected and, and, uh, you know, got to know each other. But Ashland City, if you look around Nashville, it's one of the closest spots to downtown that has not just absolutely exploded. Ah. Um, You know, you have Mm -hmm. Hendersonville blew up five years ago. You have Franklin that blew up 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Mount Juliet, Lebanon's going through it, and they've been going through it. Uh, You have Bellevue that's, you know, crazy, crazy, you know, out there. But Ashland City, it's 20 20 minutes to downtown from right where we're sitting. It was a super
1: easy drive. Yeah. Just getting here. It's very
0: pretty. I love the the rock. I don't know
2: what else to call it other than the rock. It's kind (laughs) of like you're going through the mountains a little bit it's not like
1: chattanooga mountains you're talking about like
2: on the right while yeah, you were driving yeah. in yeah the, it's like the a, buttes
1: the buttes the buttes <laughs> no i mean coming from coming from like you know when you when you murfreesboro for me it's is a small town even mm. though they're exploding and they're growing and things like that but you know when when you spend a lot of your time in like nashville hermitage you know like greater nashville area like that becomes the norm for you so You know, and even Atlanta, obviously, I was a young cat when I moved out of Atlanta and moved into Nashville. But I grew up with, you know, when we were ever we were in the car, it was seven lanes of bumper to bumper interstate traffic every hour of the day, every hour. And everybody drove like assholes. That was just kind of how it is. So coming out here, it's it's a, a change of pace and it's a welcome change of pace. And then just being able to come and walk into a brewery like that's I like that.
0: Mm hmm. And yeah, I think we've really seen a change, you know, in the demographic, even in the the year we've been here. Uh, you know, we still get people two, three times a week saying, Hey, I just moved out here. What's there to do? And you kind of have to just stand there and say, well, nothing really, uh, yet, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's changing rapidly. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I hate to be a, the second brewery in a town this size is kind of yeah. what that came down to. Sure. So maybe we were a year or two early, but you know, I, I think we're doing all right. You know, we're, we're getting out there. We're selling beer. Um, you know, we have a pretty, pretty loyal regular crowd that comes in here. Nice. And, uh, you know, it's just a really good spot to be. Like you're saying, it gets you out of the city. Uh, you know, you feel pretty far removed, but you're still 20 minutes to all the conveniences that mm-hmm. you might be missing out on. It's a uh, good
1: distance. Yeah, Absolutely. you can be far enough away from everything, but close enough if you need to get somewhere mm-hmm. for sure. Do you guys do distribution yet? We like in the self, area.
0: Yeah. We self-distro right okay. now. So when they, they changed the laws. The back county in allows October. for that. So, I mean, and yes. again, it, you know, you're sitting here, it, it didn't make sense before we're closer to Nashville than we are to any other town in the County. Right. Why can't we get into Davidson? Right. Uh, so we welcome that change. And, uh, clarksville's been great to us uh they you know there's a couple places up there shout out to thirsty goat and tap house 57 mm, Tap House uh,
1: 57
0: always always take our beer up there uh you know having the cedar tap open up in <clears throat> lebanon we can get it out there yep. that's a pretty easy sell for us um you know just kind of those outer markets that don't have breweries or a ton of breweries yet have been very welcoming that's awesome very Absolutely.
1: nice let's jump into the next one then all right probably the, probably the ipa since yeah, I was down well, with the IPA. Yeah. <laughs> Mitch is already halfway done with the IPA. This one smells great. I was I'm excited to I'm excited. I'm a hop head. Like sure. IPAs are my thing. This is definitely fruity um, on the nose. Floral. Yeah. Fruity. Some floral? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm I we've talked about this before. I am terrible <laughs> at picking up floral <laughs> notes. I just can't do it. I don't even know what it tastes like. Is that Floral like perfume notes, or I is it more like, like
2: honeysuckle in a way? Sweet, kind of okay. Floral, I... yeah. F- floral, kind of floral. <laughs> think, I don't fucking know. Think what that arrangements.
1: Like. <laughs> <laughs> if I walk into a flower shop and I smell it, like, is that what it's supposed to
0: taste like? Is that what it's supposed to smell like?
2: It's the. Uh, I mean, if you get up close with a flower, yeah, yeah, you'll,
0: you'll know how bad does it set off my allergies. There you exactly. go. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, let's take a sip, gentlemen. Ooh, that's easy. Mm-hmm. I like that.
2: So, my brain was tricking itself to ignore the hops mm-hmm. because I was seeking like oakiness. And I'm like, there's ah. this heavier flavor, but it's not, it tastes like hop. Oh. But I was, but just I don't like, want to say anything. I was all fucked up trying to figure it out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but this yeah, is, this makes
2: that. a lot more sense now. <laughs>
1: Where's this one clock in at from an alcohol perspective? I'm looking this at one it up there
0: is 6.2%.
1: 6.2. Okay. So right nice there in the middle of the road. Yeah. yeah, I like it. American IPA. Um it it's definitely I this is a welcome change because for the last I'd say week and a half I've been doing nothing but hazies, um just juice bombs mm-hmm. and so one that I've been stuck on lately is uh Panther Creek just released a um like a juice bomb of an IPA called you got the juice and it's just like nice it looks like orange juice when you pour it like it oh. is super sweet super juicy I love it but you know I just it's been that and it's been um <clears throat> it's been stouts and it's been that and I haven't had just a an an American style IPA in a while and mm-hmm. so this is this is hitting just right tonight six two it's middle of the road like You're not killing me with 10% ABV, so I appreciate that. This is crisp, clean, Mm -hmm. easy to drink. A little Mm. bit, a little bit sweet. As of now, of course, we've only had two, Mm -hmm. but as of now, this is my pint
0: for the evening.
1: I I don't know if that's going to change as we get. I'm very interested in the well, both. There's that that winter spice Belgian that we have, and then the the stout as well. But Mm -hmm. I think so far the weather's hitting me for an ipa
2: tonight this is one ipa that i would have if i had to mow yeah (laughs) if i would mow sit down on that riding lawnmower and just crack open a can if i mowed i would probably die because of my allergies but (laughs) this is what i picture myself this would help yes this would help
1: Uh, Ryan, so you mentioned, uh, you alluded to the cedar tap just a few minutes ago, so it's brand new six months, eight months or so in Lebanon.
0: That's right. Yeah. We opened up late October last year.
1: Tell us a little bit about that.
0: Yeah. So we, you know, we opened here, uh, February 22 at Maribone, 2020, sorry, 2021 at Maribone. Mm -hmm. And I had a friend text me the same day and said, Hey, I would love to start something with you, uh, seeing what you're doing. I mean, hadn't even come he didn't come our first day to to check us out he just you know assumed we were doing well very happy for us uh had always supported us said he'd even buy property out here if it ever if it ever came up just because we're opening sweet so he texted me i said you know let's let's talk i'm very tired uh we've been working on this <laughs> for so long and we don't even have the backspace open so it's going to be a bit I think we met up two weeks later and we started looking at spaces on the square to open up. And I mean, it was not, it was not long at all. Uh, and and we, we had talked, you know, let's do this. Let's wait a year. Let's wait. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll plan this out a little bit better. And, you know, I think it was a week or two later, we're on the square looking at at spots and, uh, and he's a local guy. His name's Matt. Um, he grew up in the area. His family's all in the area. His dad had an office on the square too, Mm. a real estate office. Um, and so he knew it. He kind of knew the crowd. He said, you know, if you're doing well in Ashton City, I think, you know, this, is, this is the move Lebanon. for Lebanon. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's nothing on the square right now. It's kind of old town, old money, uh, you know, antiquated laws. But I think the people there would welcome it. They I,
1: need something
0: like that. I they think do. so. You're getting a lot of Nashville transplants out there, and, and that's even yep. further than Ashton City. I mean, it's a oh, good yeah. – 35 40 minutes mm-hmm. to get into town if there's not traffic Yep, it's
2: a chunk um, of time aaron could speak on that yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know the demographic was there the need for craft beer there's no breweries in wilson county yet uh there's one actually an opening less than a block from us nice um so again it's it's changing rapidly i think you know it's it's welcoming the culture out there uh and you know it's it's been a great six months you know we made it through <clears> the first <throat> winter and you know, COVID disappeared or or whatever just magically said, hey, went away. Just gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And you know, it's up and Isn't out. Isn't that cool how that works? I love it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so so and you've got um you've got quite a the you mentioned you had some of your own Marrowbone Creek beers there, and you have guest taps as well.
0: Absolutely. How
1: many taps are at that location? So
0: we have twenty-four now. Uh we actually oh. just installed four more uh because we're looking at getting our liquor license. Any day now. Um, so we'll actually have some uh, wine on tap, some uh, cocktails on tap as well. Ooh. Uh, so mixing it up a little bit. The lady know,
1: friends would like that. Exactly. And that's <laughs> yep. the thought is we yeah. have so many
0: people that come in. Like, I'd be here more often, but, you know, I can't. I can't get my friends to, you know, they only drink bourbon or like my wife won't right. come with me. She's, you know, wine and sangria or, <laughs> yeah. you know, or, you know, just people that can't even it comes down to hop allergies or, or grain or or something. And they could, you know, oh, they can man. have other right. things. Yeah. Uh,
1: Beers off the table. though Yeah. Right. But,
0: you know, it, they, they can have the two ciders we have on tap or the non-alcoholic kombucha. And it, sure. it's just not enough for them to justify coming out. And I understand totally. and that's kind of the thought process behind expanding on that. But still about the beer. Uh, you know, really focusing on the Middle Tennessee breweries, uh, regional stuff, and if it's just good, it's going to be on tap. Okay, so that's Absolutely. the focus then. Absolutely.
1: And we we had the bottle share there, mm-hmm. Mitch, with the Nashville Craft Beer Social yeah. Club. Yeah. You mentioned you you mentioned that one to me, and you were like, "Hey, we're doing this bottle sh- or Nashville Craft Beer Social Club is doing this at the Cedar Tap." And my wife mentioned it and she was like, Cedar tap. She goes, That's a that's a new place that opened up in because she my wife works in Lebanon. We talked about that a little bit sure. before. Like, um, and she's like, Yeah, there's a there's a, a brewery opening up in Lebanon, not too far, not too far from them, you know, in the future. She goes, But there's a there's a new tap room that just opened up. I was like, I have to look into that. And it was like two days later, Mitch was like, Hey. <laughs> Nashville Craft Beer Social Club is doing a bottle their next bottle. We've been to a few of them. I mean, yeah, they had sure. that. we did the was they were the ones that did the virtual one yep, during the yep. lockdown. Boy, we got shit faced that <laughs> night. Oh,
2: well, that was a lot of beer. Holy that was sh- it was you had to put up or ante up uh 55.
1: 50 bu- 55 bucks. I think it was 55. Yeah.
2: And it had a lot of breweries just like donate the growth and stuff in there. And it all went to a good cause. Yeah, they always are all about charity and it was all part of that. And, uh, man, um, all you, on zoom, this was all because you had to be virtual and yes, six foot distance or more. And a mm. lot of places weren't open. <clears throat> so the, what is the smallest thing? kind of can you can get other than a four pack yeah and that's a crowler. so
1: a lot of people were just crowler 32 ounce <laughs> crawlers oh <gosh>. or 16 <laughs> ounce yeah bombers i mean it was ridiculous yeah
2: we had uh from all over there was east nashville brewery works uh evil nash i think evil it nash is, was in, in clarksville there. From yep. uh, we had places all over tennessee put it yep. put up beer and we tennessee all, brew works was in there yeah and There's then, some mystery ones too. I think Evil Nash was one. Evil of the mysteries Nash was one of the mystery ones. He only had so much of each one that he donated, so yep. everyone got a kind of a grab bag. Yep. And we all had to kind of figure out what we had.
1: Yeah. And that was my that was my foray into the whole like Nashville Craft Beer Social Club. I hadn't really been that active in it prior to that. And then they started doing you know once COVID magically disappeared, and then we decided to start going into uh, like in person bottle shares. You know, we had I think the next one was a Tennessee Brew Works yeah um and then after that it was at the cedar tap and my wife was like hey that's the place that just opened up and i was like hell yeah so that was my and just because i live in murfreesboro that's been my only foray into lebanon at the cedar tap but such a dope space it was great uh i'm glad lebanon had something that was
0: exciting
2: for once yes (laughs) and ryan was there
0: and I swore I wasn't going to drink, and then everybody started <laughs> pouring me samples. <laughs> shame. Hey, it's all right, Oh, yeah. shame. Oh, yeah. I had I had what was it, seventeen percent barley wine that smelled yes. like dirty socks. Yeah, remember that one? Yeah, yeah. That was, oh
2: no, yeah. dude. There was a lot of good bear hat. <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah. yeah.
1: The problem that it's not a problem, but everybody seems to go okay. If I'm going to have a bottle share, I'm going to save the beers that I can't drink all of one yep. by myself. And the problem is they're. All like super heavy stouts, barrel aged stouts, or really like spicy and like um, like wild, funky saisons. Oh yeah! And so like you get up, you get to this place, and you have like one IPA, two IPAs, and maybe you've got a couple of like easy drinking beers that somebody just brought leftovers from. They go, okay, we'll throw this in there. But for the most part, you get shit faced because they're all just like super like mm-hmm. big stouts. Yeah, sometimes uh, there's a few
2: representatives that show up at times, and they have a whole stock of goods that they mm. want to share with you. And that was a treat. Yes, I forget what beer it was and who it was, mm. but it was a it was a he showed up with boxes, and yeah. as long as we could drink a bottle collectively. Yep one could be broke out. Yes. I don't know. The,
0: was it the Nashville Barrel Company? The I think Southern, so. Southern Grist Club? Yes. Yeah. Oh Southern God. Grist Club, yeah. I took one of those home. That was and, so dude, good. Incredible. Yes. Incredible yes. yes.
1: I was very happy to
2: be able to have that one. Yeah. Uh, a few people had some heavy hitters that are unicorns at mm. that. So if you see charity events, bottle share, it's probably worth it to donate. Yeah, for sure. Money goes to a good cause, and you get some good causes in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Please edit that out. <laughs> no, we're definitely leaving that one in there. And then Ryan was there, and he was just kind of like, I, "Were you kind of slinging food that night a little well, bit? Were you yeah, or so just kind of there, like watching over the space?"
0: I was supposed to participate, uh, and then I got a, a text, more or less, for someone that wasn't coming in, and yeah, so I was bartending, slinging food, and participating, and you know, it was it was a lot of fun. Though. Yeah, you know, definitely the next one uh, is. At Homegrown on May twenty first, That's right, yeah. that's right. And I love Homegrown, cool space. Awesome spot. Yeah. Uh and I'm I'm glad they've they've really blown up and doing well. So, but planning on being to that one Sweet. Uh, uh, nice. and participating more. So. May 21st. May 21st.
1: i to try to be there. Yeah.
2: Homegrown it's another one of those spaces that has kind of stood the test of time in mm-hmm. Donaldson. Yep. And yeah. they've even expanded their bar, I think a year ago,
0: I think it was.
1: Have they? yeah it's I, a nice bar. They, they
0: redid their patio space, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. i was I was going there when they didn't have a patio space. like it was yeah. just yeah. a hole in the wall joint, yeah, good for them, man. that's absolutely.
0: awesome I think and I think the same thing you know about both places is you know, maybe the area is not there yet, but you look at a spot like that and how busy they are mm-hmm. every single day. Mm-hmm. you know, if we can be half as busy, I'd be happy with that, yeah, absolutely.
1: Let's get into the third beer then. I'm assuming do we want to do the uh, spiced winter warmer?
0: Let's do it. All right. All right. So you
1: tell me the name of this one, Ryan. Winter Vacante?
0: Winter Vacante, Winter Vacante. Really it's a uh, it's Vicancy. Dutch for a uh, winter vacation. Winter oh. vacation.
1: 7.2% spiced Belgian. Winter spiced Belgian. Another Belgian. Interesting. I don't know what to take of this one. I've never had anything like this before I don't think. For some reason it
2: reminds me of uh, possibly Delirium Nocturnum on the nose. Okay. A little bubble
1: gummy. I do smell some bubble gum. Mm-hmm.
0: So there's a fair bit of star anise in this. That's kind uh, of that bubble gum licorice yeah. flavor. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: What nice. did you call that, Ryan?
0: Star anise. Star
1: anise. Well, you-
0: some people pronounce it star anus. And just, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've heard it. That's totally what yeah. I would say if I'm reading it. Yeah. How, are you familiar with star anise? I'm not. Uh,
2: have you had chai before by chance? A little, Yeah, yeah. It's been a That's while. That's I mean, part of the ingredient Okay. In chai. Okay. And they look like, uh, mm, without trying to be too crude, but they look like a star with a seed in the middle. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this, this to me, it may be stupid, and I'm maybe totally off. But this kind of smells like, like a spiced hefeweizen mm-hmm. to me, because there's a little bit. I don't know if it's. I don't think it's banana, but like a, you said, bubble gum. I think it's kind of the flavor. But yeah, if I if you wouldn't have said bubble gum, I, I might would have thought of that. But mm-hmm. to me, it smells like a spiced. Like a spiced Hefeweizen, but I have no idea how it's going to taste either because I'm not familiar with this, this style of beer. Yeah, if you if you haven't had
2: your, if you haven't smelled like, I don't think clove is, no, that's no? not in there. But Star Anise has that bubble gummy and I completely forgot about that until you said something. Hmm. I was like... There it is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to try it, then, because it's delirium.
0: Cinnamon, I mean, it, it, yeah. is, it yeah. was cinnamon? a spice, spice bomb, okay. uh, and it's really mellowed out a lot since uh, since it's been uh, conditioning and aging a little bit. Well, cheers, then. Cheers. cheers. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Okay. I have a comment on this one. Yeah. There are... I, I don't... Is there cinnamon in this? There is. There is. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with i don't want to say it that way there are <laughs> you don't like i'm saying i want to be i want to be <laughs> respectful there are there are beers that are overloaded with cinnamon oh yeah 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 and i typically don't go for that now some people love it um i think that if you know i think cinnamon if it's if it's put in there right mm-hmm. and it mellows out and it kind of ages with the beer like it's it's a good thing but There are heavy stouts or just spiced beers that have like overloads of cinnamon in it, and it's just a complete turnoff for me. That is exactly what I want in terms of cinnamon in a beer. Like I want to know it's there, but I don't want it to be like a smack in my face. You don't need it saying, look at me? Yeah, I don't need cinnamon to be like the star of the show. I want it to be like well spiced i want it i want it to it's kind there, of plain. Compliment it's there. It. yeah Absolutely. compliment that's the word i'm looking for thank you i don't want mm. it to be i don't want it to smack me in my face but i, I want to know it's there so I'm, I'm glad i like this beer i wasn't I, I didn't know what i was going to think of this because i don't i've never had anything like this before
2: yeah it's really nice it's tasty it's really good on the palate it's very gentle 7.2 like percent yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I would not guess that. No. Smooth. I mean, yeah, really a lot of those
0: you start getting, you know, seven and a half, eight percent, and they kind of <laughs> start getting boozy. But uh, you know, both of those Belgians, uh, I don't know what it is, but they are down the hatch, easy. Yeah, yeah, they are.
1: What was the uh what was the inspiration on this one?
0: So this was uh something Matt and I came to Chris, who does all of our brewing over at Maribone, mm-hmm. uh, Matt from Cedar Tap, and we we came up, you know, and we said, Hey, you know, there's no there's nobody brewing in Lebanon yet or Wilson County. Mm-hmm let's have our own house brew on tap and this was around November we're talking um, and so of course it's incredibly convenient owning a brewery <laughs> we don't have to go find someone to go make beer yes. for us so you know we, we come to Chris and we say hey you know we're thinking something again as something kind of accessible not safe uh, something with flavor but something seasonal something that makes sense and this is kind of what he put together and again he loves doing these belgian beers and he's he's crushing them uh
1: good and work so
0: this is the recipe this he came great, up with man. um you know we we gave him some guidance but you know creative control over it and uh absolutely killed it
1: how long does it take to make something like this
0: so uh you know from start to being on tap uh it's really anywhere from three to five weeks but i mean this this we brewed in december and it's taken on a Totally different character, uh, even in the last two months. Yeah, uh, it's really mellowed out, but it's still got a lot of that flavor to it. Wow. So,
1: was the cinnamon stronger prior to that, or was it just other flavors that were taking that were taking precedence?
0: It's a lot of the esters, and I mean, with that Belgian yeast, you get so many unique, different esters and flavors going on that you know that beer one month could taste pretty different than mm. three months down the road mm-hmm. uh and i think that that has a lot lot to do with it but i think again like you were saying that cinnamon's kind of mellowed out and it's it's a really tangible beer for people that yeah might, may not necessarily like that
1: mm-hmm. this one's tasty yeah <laughs>
0: I
2: <laughs> this is almost <laughs> close to that pint if you yeah. we were to order a pint
1: <laughs> yeah i'm i'm
2: I, um I had a friend who lives in Ashland city, come down here. I think it was on the anniversary that you all had earlier this year.
0: Is that right? Anniversary earlier this year. Did yes. you guys do a
1: party? Did you yeah, do a party? This yeah, year? we did.
0: We did a week long party. Uh, you know, we were open Wednesday through Sunday every week, but we, we had something going on every single day. Yeah. Uh, we released five different beers that week. Oh, really? Uh, and that, that's actually something we've been doing. Is God kind of I these miss this stuff. These we gotta <laughs> get
1: connected on I, the social, social ah. media
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. at Creek <Maribone laughs> Brewing the, Co. At Maribbone Gre- Tap. That's right. <laughs> shameless, <laughs> but, plug, shameless,
1: shameless plug. Shameless plug. I have to <laughs> do it.
0: That's the whole point. <laughs> yeah, 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 you got to. But you got to. to. Yeah, we we had a whole party. We had live music every night. We released five different beers, but we've been doing these uh, micro batches, and it kind of goes back to the old school brewing in a bucket. Mm. Yeah, uh, and you know putting out these kind of limited release beers uh, and that's actually what this ipa was Ah. Um, you know it's kind of leftover grains leftover hops from other batches uh, but you know staying true to the roots Mm -hmm. uh, you know piecing something together that's kind of unique and uh, you know putting it out there for a couple weeks and seeing what people think if it's something that you know people are enjoying you know we make a big batch of it yeah It's, it's garbage it you know I'll drink it. Uh, but at the same but,
1: time, you you don't, especially in today's day and age, when like supply chain costs are through the roof and stuff like that, when you have leftover stuff, to your point, as long as you're staying mm-hmm, true to the mm-hmm. style, then you have to use it. Absolutely. Like You got to yeah. use it, but you're brewing it in small batches, so you're kind of getting it out there and see what people like, and if it becomes a hit... You've just found yourself a new beer to put on tap. Mm-hmm. But if not, you were able to use your your ingredients. And I'm sure there were some people that, that sure. would still like it. If yeah. not, the okay. case, you said you'd drink it.
0: I'd drink it. Yeah. Uh, you know, we Shoot. last week we put together, uh, it's a West Coast pale ale that's coming up. We Ooh, had a, a nice. place in Michigan. They sent us 11 pounds of Eldorado hops to sample. Nice. 11 pounds? To sample. To sample? <laughs> For free
1: good on them yeah great Sweet. so yeah. we didn't
0: know what to do with it so we again kind of piecing together a recipe and you know that's kind of where we ended yeah. up so again you know i'm curious i have no idea how this is going to turn out but uh, i
1: love el dorado hops that I is like know. yeah so citrus sits at the top for me followed by el dorado my very first experience with el dorado was at bramari brewing mitch we went there oh, when yeah. we were I in Asheville. yeah such a dope place love man it and they had a they had a single hop they had a smash ipa with all eldorado i've never had a single hop eldorado ipa in my life because i didn't even know what those hops were i just ordered it and i taste and i go this thing tastes different from other ipas what is this and he goes oh it's eldorado hops and and that day i knew i can pick out eldorado hops in any ipa that i have Man. and so being able to like that's cool where they're like hey here's a bunch of eldorado hops for you to experiment i figured it'd be an
0: ounce or two or maybe a pound (laughs) at most because i mean you can buy it in individual pound packages uh send us you know come up you know open it on a wednesday and i I pull up and there's this massive bag out here 11 pounds 11 pounds (laughs) high on the alfast and you chris what you pay for this nothing it's it's a sampler (laughs) so
1: that's awesome so free hops
0: free hops that's, that's no to that they're uh they're going up in price and like you're saying citra everybody loves it's everybody in, loves it's citra. Everything. yep i mean
1: and it's a proprietary hop too i think like so i mean like you pay out the ass for a little bit for for citra hops
0: yeah they are they're not cheap right now no. so you know anything we can do to create recipes around that or you know if you really need to bite the bullet and do it, but it's it's an incredible hop. It's, yeah, it's tasty, and there's a reason everyone uses it. But there's a, there's other
1: things out there too.
0: Absolutely, you know,
2: at Burmari, I saw I, I meandered my way around their hallways a little bit because they weren't to- really all that busy uh, on one of the visits that we went.
1: Yeah, I feel it was the last day that it was like yeah. I think it was like a Sunday or yeah, something. Some we were there
2: in the morning before we
1: went to burial. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And uh, they have these little plaques on their employee office rooms, mm-hmm. and one of them is "I love, I live for the funk, I'll die for the funk." Christopher George Latour Wallace, <laughs> Notorious Big. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And I took a picture of it, and then uh, I put it to our story with the the song playing with yeah. the little the. I, I, it's not quite the chorus, but it's like what keeps it's going. The still. Yeah. So such it, a
1: cool space there.
2: It is. They got good funks. They got great. IPAs. They had yeah. all, all sorts of good stuff. I had a seltzer there that was pretty
1: wild. It looked like a uh, dank something, or was it bong water? Bong water. Bong water, yeah. bong water was yeah. their
2: seltzer. Yeah, but it it was in one of those tubings that was clear and like very silver patina. Uh, or maybe aluminum like very shiny those ninja turtle secret exactly. of the ooze kind yeah. Of like containers yeah. yeah it was it was fun to see it that's part of the why i ordered it just to see it go into the glass you right. know and i'm like sweet maybe i'll be in a half shell but <laughs> didn't happen so no <laughs> but you got good beer out of it yeah it was good that seltzer was awesome the beer was great and uh you know i wish i had more money they yeah. had really good beers. Asheville, you could suck it oh,
0: dry when it comes to oh, miles. Mean, like so I mean you know you're getting stuff while you're at the, the tap room you're drinking mm-hmm. you know drafts and then yep yeah. well i might as well get a six pack and a couple specialty bombers <laughs> and then you're down 500 bucks every yep. stop for yep. some reason yep. so yep. i feel that
1: burial's um, bad at that too <laughs> Yeah, you, know, you go yeah. to
0: burial and it's like you got to get everything <laughs> at burial yeah burial was uh because i went back in last july and burial was uh to go only at oh, that man. point so yeah it probably saved me a 100 bucks there but uh picked up oh because you weren't drinking at the space we right there. Were,
1: you, were you at four camp or did you just go to the regular tapper like the small little
0: yeah the small like space yeah, like cabin looking area everything down yeah, yeah, there. yeah yeah south yeah.
1: slope yeah. yeah i i
2: dig the south slope they've got they they had a car like abandoned like van or like something a bus looking thing so, yeah. all the stickers on it people posing in it having a good time with their drinks
1: in it kind of that thing. place was so cool man
0: they Incredible got a beer scene there yes. yeah
1: ashville you're yeah Asheville in general just has, I mean, Cursus Keem, yes, was is is one of the most Man. slept on places. And I went there a few years back, and nobody had heard of them. And then Mitch and I went back, and still nobody's heard of yep. them. Like I don't understand it. And it's just the space is cool, the beer is great. Cursus Keem finally is starting to uh,
2: bottle, like either this month or the next month. Maybe we'll see something. Yeah. Or at least maybe we can go and buy it to go when we get when we go yeah. back to Asheville. I really, I was so close to going to Asheville for one night stay and rush sake
1: festival yes
2: yeah i'm uh i love sake um but you know nashville has proper sake yep but there's no other places really here there's another one coming into town but they haven't really made a splash yet Mm. i don't know whether they're not open yet or preparing or what but we're about to get more yeah and uh they're both going to be at i believe the uh, sake festival in nashville nice as well as Lexington's uh, Void, the Void Sake, and a few other places. What here was in the, the sake we
1: had? Uh, the Bull Rider from Drinking Partners. Oh yeah, we were on
2: with Drinking Partners. So Bull Rider is uh, a, a a something that was given to me from Namazaki, Namazaki. Paul. shout out yeah. Namazaki Paul. Very generous guy, and all about sake tastings and spreading the uh, mm. gospel of sake, yep. as it were. And uh, that thing was amazing. You wouldn't even know if it was sake, if you had it kind of thing, it was super flavorful, fruity. I want more of it, Mm -hmm. but you don't have access to that kind of caliber here in the Southeast yet.
1: outside of, outside of Byron. Like you don't get, you don't get that kind of stuff.
2: And Byron makes the crazy sake. Yeah. So we get the fully flavorful versions of sake here from a, brewery perspective gotcha and he also makes junmai and you know all the things that we're used to table side Mm -hmm. if you order it chilled and whatever but um
0: man it's
2: just super surprising that nashville has byron you're a sake guy
0: right i've actually never had any okay yep again that probably comes down to me just not drinking long enough in my life here's
1: another episode (laughs) in the future part two i'll I'll make sure to bring some because there's
2: uh there are flavors to be had um, for sure it, it's a weird world it's another side to brewing that i didn't know really existed for. compliments beer it very does. well though it, it's and it's a lot more painstaking process mm-hmm. unfortunately <laughs> the hard, rice hard is to a,
1: hard to, f- yeah. to hide flaws in sake you know? yeah, yeah you can throw hops in a beer if you fuck up right? yeah like, <laughs> right. west coast ipa
0: <laughs> change the the style name that's right, <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely
2: But, yeah, anyway, uh, just to get us back on track here, Asheville, beer scene, insane. Insane. That Funkatorium, something else. Wicked Weed. Wicked Weed. Yeah. So good. Uh, Even after their acquisition, or not their acquisition. Staying true to the style even after they
1: were acquired, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. That's the word.
0: A lot of of freedom to do what they want, which is great for them. Yes. Uh, You know, they kind of caught a lot of flack for for doing that, and then, you know, of course. Selling out to the big guys, so to speak. Yeah, It happens if someone yeah. if someone paid me I would too. Yeah. It's
2: you one know. of those things. Uh oh, I made it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. I but can I can stay. I can I can be creative. All right. I'll, you're yeah, either Google then, or you great get big then. enough
1: to be bought by bought by boot. Bought by Google. Jesus. Shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we can't have nah. the fourth one. <laughs> <laughs> but I really
1: want the fourth one. We've got one more on the tap on the uh flight.
0: Really can't have the fourth one. <laughs>
1: I don't even know if I could have this one at this point. This is a stout. This I, is believe a stout. I believe you. I believe in you. Take us in on this one, Ryan. What are we drinking here?
0: So this is a uh, imperial stout. Again, this was released for our one year anniversary. Um, quite a bit of chocolate in it. Ooh, I'm looking um, forward to that. So a little sweet, not overbearing, uh, but I mean, it is every bit of ten point one. Ten point
1: one by ten point yeah. one means. Oh. it may be
0: over but it's 10.1 10. 10.1 10.
1: for the books 10, yep.
0: 10 means 10 10.1 10. means 10. whatever 1. you want to <laughs> consider that to be <laughs> it's but it's 10. it's 10.1 10. 10.1 10.1 1, 1. 1. 1. yeah and we're okay. actually uh throwing a version of this into uh one of those whiskey barrels
1: week as well.
0: oh that'd be great I have so a barrel aged it, version of it's it. gonna it's also gonna sit on some uh chili peppers ooh Okay. So does this, this one have chili peppers in it? This does not. This okay. is this is kind of that base version of it. Uh again, uh this was kind of our bucket brew test yeah. for the mm-hmm. one year, and uh it's hung around since then. Nice.
2: Yeah. I chocolate on the nose for sure. Yeah, it's got a nice kind of uh heavy
1: character mm-hmm. to it. Let's jump in. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, lots of chocolate, yeah. lots of chocolate. Oh yeah.
0: But not the it's you know, a, sweet not, milk chocolate. Yeah,
1: it's, not it's no. No. bitter. bitter from it. Yeah, it's bitter. It definitely has some sweetness, probably from the 10.1%. Sure. Percent, <laughs> only 10.1%, but it's definitely dark chocolate. Like, it's got that, that bitter, roasty mm-hmm. chocolate flavor profile to it. Very enjoyable. This is good. Little boozy taste to it,
2: mm-hmm. but it's inviting. It's not yeah. like, uh, oh, probably... It, it's not like a fresh Dark Lord, <laughs>
1: yeah, Ooh. yeah. It's not fifteen, sixteen percent, but I mean those are heavy. Yeah, they that, almost put off, like put me off. Kind yeah, of thing. that's I don't, definitely a share. Yeah, but that being said, that for ten percent, this one drinks pretty well too. Oh, yeah, sure. Like all I mean, of these beers for their ABV, like you know, we started, we started small. We started, well, we started with eight point three. I guess that's not small, but. They were all pretty easy, like easy flowing. Sure. For the for the ABV, they all drank really, really smooth and really easily. But even this one, mm. like, you know, put this up at eight and a half, nine percent. Yeah. I would have believed it. But not 10, not 10 or 10.1, whatever it is. This is this is easy drinking. I like the chocolate. I'm very interested in the barrel aged version of this. This would be something that would go very well in a barrel.
2: I definitely feel like it is waiting
1: yes for that edition yeah for sure. but it is damn fine by itself yeah and you said this was one that you were putting on for your one year you put this one on for your one year anniversary
0: yeah this was one of those uh kind of micro batch releases is what we've been calling them so we we only brewed a limited amount of this uh this is the second batch of it that we're on and uh it's hung around you know it, again it's a very specific kind of taste and you know very specific kind of person's going to come in and try this one but uh you know, it's mm. it's sweet enough to not be incredibly boozy. Mm. Uh, it's tangible. It's a stout. And I mean, it drinks easy.
1: Yeah. What do you think, Mitch?
0: Man.
2: You know, if I, if I didn't have any other beers, it would definitely be a pint.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, man. It's got a nice heaviness to it. Okay. It's got, yeah, that dark chocolate. Yep. A little bit of maltiness to me, if that's the right word for it maybe odiness i don't know i'm trying to find the right uh the body part of the flavor um it's got extra character other than chocolate that brings that heavier kind Mm -hmm. of flavor to it and i'm just trying to think what other ingredient
1: not being a brewer trying to piece it as a consumer Yeah, yeah yeah i think it's to me it's all chocolate i think it's it's just straight chocolate um Definitely a little bit of roastiness to it, but that's it's, what it is. It's yeah. not, it's not roasty in a sense of like coffee. It's roastiness in a sense of like, it's, it's, it's. A little bitter, maybe that's the word. Is the roastiness mm-hmm. is the bitter from the from the dark chocolate? Not necessarily the sweet. The sweet comes in where it's the ten percent.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, it's it's not like this. It's not like this um, dry milk stout or sweet milk stout. It's definitely the mm. sweetness comes from the alcohol in this case.
2: I think my palate might be searching for the coffee notes and mm. just can't find it because there's none. Yeah.
0: Oh, coffee imperial stout. This would be crazy. Coffee imperial stout.
1: This is good as it is. Yeah. There's all kinds of ways you can oh, take you, this you beer. Can, you
0: can butter this up and do yeah. it anyway. I mean, you could do 20 variations of this oh, and they'd all man. be great.
2: I feel like this is my go-to, like everyday kind of thing in a breakfast blend, if mm-hmm. I were to put it into a coffee perspective. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it's your 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 casual go-to. Mm. And but you can flavor it any way you want.
1: Okay. Yep.
2: But it's uh it's perfectly
1: fine by yeah. itself. So we had four. Mm -hmm. we had four you're picking out of the four what you're going to have because we talked about this at the beginning so we have the flight we had the um i guess going in order we had the barrel conditioned puzzle fool's gold 8.3 belgian golden strong barrel aged yeah and then from there we moved to the well we moved to the american (laughs) ipa the first bloom and then from there, we went to the uh, winter spiced Belgium, winter, oh shit, I'm going to fuck it. There you go. <laughs> winter spiced Belgian, And then finished off with the imperial stout, the stout yeah. heart, 10.1%. Mm. You're picking a pint out of the four you've had, Mitch. Okay, Which one okay. is it? I was about to be like, oh, I don't need a pint of that, <laughs> but <laughs> I would, but now. Yeah. <laughs> you got to drive home tonight. That's right. Yeah. Uh, got to be responsible. And I we still say. have the, um, the, the happy hour shot, the glass too, that we brought.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. So that'll be
1: a treat. Yes. That'll be a rinse break, right? Rinse there. break. Yeah. Um, uh,
2: as far as ordering a pint goes, I think I would probably go with, uh, I'd probably go with that IPA cause it's a warmer day. Mm. Okay. And first bloom. Oh man. American IPA. Yes. 6.2. It was easy. Yeah. Very easy, but it's a very, uh, I'm torn between that and the, uh,
1: uh Belgian Belgian actually. strong yeah, yeah, nice that's a good that's a good combination. Mm-hmm. I agree with mitch um the i p a beats out to me, beats out the <clears throat> stout by hair um <clears throat> I think in order for me and and all of these have been great, so you know when you say in order, last kind of has a negative connotation, and that's not the case at all, but no. for me, it would be the i p a comes first. Then the stout, I mean, the stout is just, it's easy for 10, like 10%. It doesn't drink like 10%, no. right? Mm-hmm. I don't understand how you guys were able to, to pull that off, but very so, carefully. I swear very carefully. it's Chris's
0: signature is these high grab beers that don't taste high grabs. So. Shout out Chris, <laughs> man. <laughs> Shout out.
1: Stop fucking with me, man. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. No, IPA, I think takes the cake for me. Um, only by a small hair. So that's going to be my pint mm. for the evening. What's your pint, Ryan?
0: That's a tough choice because I've had so many pints of all of these. <laughs> uh, and again, if, if I had to be able to walk out of here, it probably wouldn't be the stout. But um, yeah. my heart's got to go with that stout. I got gotcha. you. It's, it's mm-hmm. killer.
2: Yeah. That's a, it's a really good,
1: pure, like, is that the right word? Mm-hmm. It's just the classic
0: chocolate. It is the, it's
1: the definition of just an imperial stout. hmm you know, it's not that it's not that Russian imperial stout where it's just overly boozy. It's not the sweet milk stout where it's just really milky and sweet and just doesn't have a lot of flavor. It's not dry, you know, like a Guinness. It's just right. it's kind of got the best of everything. It's mm. it's dark. It's bitter. It's sweet. It's not boozy. And it's just chocolatey. It's
0: I'm a black coffee guy. And that's a nice way to kind of follow. Up after yes. Finished, so. yes. Yep.
1: That's Absolutely. awesome. Um, well, I think we're going to take a quick rinse break. Sounds good. And then we're going to come back with the uh, the bottle share that we brought for Ryan. And then we'll be right back. Back in. Rinse break over. New beer in the glass. This is the lightning round. Yeah, man. And it's good to have beer in a glass. Good to have beer in a glass. Ryan, this is our appreciation to you, man. This is uh, something that Mitch and I like to do. Um, so when, when we get to, when we get the opportunity, the honor to come on site and, and get to share some of the beers that, that you guys have made and put for us, we like to share a little bit of appreciation ourselves. So I mean, everywhere Mitch and I go, we typically try to pick up bottles, you know, if whether it's anniversary beers or if it's something rare that we can't find. Um, and in and in this case, it is the. Uh, Southern Grist batch one theory. So this is their sixth anniversary cake. So they just had their sixth anniversary not too long ago. Um, They did a bunch of collaborations, Bearded Iris. They had a fake hate collaboration with them. Um, And Mitch and I got the opportunity to go. And um, we also got an opportunity to pick up some bottles. So this was their, this is one of their releases. This is not a collab. This is just something that they did, but um, their anniversary, their batch one theories are always something that's heavy hitting. Uh, but it's always been one of my favorites. So Southern Gris Brewery, 13.5%, 6th Anniversary Imperial Double Pastry Stout. It's a beast. Jeez. Yeah. On the nose, what are you guys getting? Booze. Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> I smelled the bottle instead booze. of the glass. That's it. It's straight booze. I mean, 13.5%. You know, you almost expect it.
2: Well, they're not hiding any barrel ageness to this. No. It is <laughs> a series
1: or a ser- seriousness to it, aged um, twenty two months in Blanton's bourbon barrels,
0: Blanton's,
1: and aged for fifteen months in E H Taylor bourbon barrels. Oh,
0: so they pretty much assumed they were going to be open six years when they started that one. Yeah, oh, yeah basically.
1: Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's ballsy,
0: it not it? Isn't I mean, yeah, you could always open up as another brewery to re-release the beer and then shut down and.
1: I guess. I guess you could do that. Yeah. Yeah. 13.5% ABV Imperial Stout, then Jeez. conditioned on toasted coconut, cacao nibs, candied pecans, pistachios, and vanilla beans. There's a lot Whoa. going on in this beer. I, I, my hope. I i fear some it's pistachio. <laughs> yeah. It's, you don't typically, do you? <laughs> there's a lot going on with this thing. And I'm, I'm afraid there's going to be too much going on. it the, the, the blends and the E.H. Taylor, like the, the the barrel aged for that amount of time alone is enough to scare me. Yeah. But then all the additional flavors of pecans, pistachios, vanilla beans, cacao nibs, like toasted coconut is toasted is good enough. Like it's not too overpowering, but the rest of it seems pretty strong.
2: I mean, it's got that sweet nose. It's a little bit of a there is a nuttiness to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I'm familiar with with pistachio that it has. A, I don't know the right word for it. Maybe you'll taste it in this one. Maybe, maybe. But che- that barrel aged is heavy.
1: Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you, Ryan. Ooh. Oh. That's sweet. That sent shivers through the chest into the spine. It's actually not as barrel aged as I was expecting no. it to be, but it's really sweet. It's like melted ice cream. Melted Very ice nutty cream. on the back end. Yeah. 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 I'm getting yeah. that. Yeah. Yes. I am very glad that we're splitting this bottle because <laughs> yeah. if I were to drink this all by myself, it'd be a one and done, and I'd be yeah. shit faced for the sit night. Sit here and babysit for the night. <laughs> Holy crap! Part of the job. Yeah, part of the job, right? <laughs> man, Ryan, what's next, man? Maribone Creek. What do you guys have? I mean, opened up a shop as a as an experiment, you know, to get going right during the lockdowns when COVID came. Open for over a year now. Cedar Tap, six months old now. So you guys have that space going too. So you're, I'm sure, splitting your time between Lebanon and Ashland City.
0: A lot of driving. Yeah. I need to buy myself a car. That would help.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is there, uh, you said you're self-distributing.
0: That's right, yes. So we actually just bought a canning line Oh, two nice. or three months ago that was so, my next
1: question so actually. we've
0: got uh cans of puzzle fool's gold that are out uh we've got cans of easy river which is our all tennessee grain lager nice. um and i was telling you earlier we just sold through it so quick uh that this is the, already the second batch um you know since we started that in march uh that that's coming out at the end of the month so seven
1: barrels in weeks you said right like, yes
0: i mean it was not long that's insane uh, you know and it's one of those beers that just goes down so easy and, you know, three or four of them and, you know, you feel it a little bit, but, you know, it's it's still uh, got a lot of flavor to it.
1: Mitch, to give you an idea on seven mm. barrel system, that was the amount of resist that the the three breweries in Nashville put together. So Damn. Tennessee, uh, East Nashville Beer Works, Fela Force and Tenfold brewed seven barrels of their resist um, anti, anti-Russian anti Imperial stout. Dude. And and you can still go get it today at any of those three locations. And that thing launched uh, about a month ago, a couple weeks, few weeks ago. They blew through an entire equivalent of that lager, seven barrels in a matter of weeks. So that's impressive. Yeah,
0: already on the second batch. And we actually uh, we have a 15-barrel fermenter. We're installing the hardware on this week. And probably as soon as this batch finishes, we're – brewing another batch probably a double batch this time so nice maybe that's that's the new hit beer in middle tennessee okay we'll have to see (laughs) i could wish yeah
1: (laughs) so canning line is up um do you guys do growlers
0: we do do growlers uh glassware is a little difficult to find right now but Mm -hmm. uh you know we've at glass growlers, we have plastic growlers, and now we're back to glass this week. So back to glass. Back to glass. Nice. You nice. get what you get, right? We get what we get at yeah. this
1: point. Do you guys have a growler machine as well?
0: We don't. Uh, we are sticking just to the cans. We'll probably have some uh, just empty growlers at some point. It's yeah. just a little different fitting to to do that for so, sure. Uh, nice. Baby steps, but uh, we're, we're yeah. getting there. So, but.
1: And I mean, in the amount of the amount of time you guys have been open, I mean, you've been growing like gangbusters to be able to self distribute in a year. And you're doing growler fills, and you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight beers on tap at least at the front.
0: Um, Should be ten total. I just haven't written signs for this week. So, gotcha. You know, okay. Out so 10, ten out of ten out of sixteen taps.
1: And just to be just to be nice and to be fair, I mean, you guys have a lot of local craft breweries, breweries as well. Um, so Diskin, I see, is on tap. Ryan Geist, shout out to Cat. Ryan Geist, since wonderful, he made. wonderful
0: person. Love. Yes. Kat. Oh, you know Cat. Oh yeah,
1: super cool awesome. chick, man. Cat's great. Um,
0: Cedar Tap is actually doing a tap takeover. We haven't announced it, but uh, the first Friday of June oh that's ryan geist great. Takeover, so man looking forward to that
1: i love cat man she's good people ryan geist is cool it's just we had we sat down with her on virtual is during the i don't think it was during lockdown but we did a collaboration over like a zoom mm-hmm. and it might it was have been just,
2: 2020 you think it was
1: it might have been okay. it might have
2: been early 2021
1: early too. 2021 yeah it was just it was an incredible experience i've always i've always liked ryan guys prior to that anyway but cat's good people definitely um, and Mother Earth Brewing, North Coast Brewing, um, so something a little bit outside the area. Um, but you guys, you've got about five, or six taps of, of guests on, on yeah, tap. Yeah, try,
0: try to keep it local. And I mean, that's mm-hmm. actually how we started before we were brewing. Uh, we were just trying to get the front uh, tap room open, uh, which is about 40 seats. And we started all guest taps. So we were really just kind of a craft beer tap room mm-hmm. for the first two months of being open okay. uh, until we had those first beers on tap. Uh, you know, kept some of those. Uh, we have the bottle shop in here, which we kind of downsized uh, in preparation for having our own stuff in cans. But, you know, still trying to focus on on the local beers. And, I mean, it's such an incredible scene. Yeah. Uh, the bar has been set so high recently. And, <clears throat> I mean, you know, this this Southern Grist is incredible. Uh, you know, a lot of other local places that are really kind of raising that that bar.
2: We got a lot of good craft beer. Yeah. Here in Tennessee. Yes. It's a good problem to have. It is. It is a good problem to have. It keeps growing, too. The uh, <laughs> It's hearing some statistics from maybe a few nights ago. I can't remember exactly when it was. Uh, I
1: think we were talking. Uh, we were at Black Abbey. Weren't we with Carl? Yeah. 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 4,000 craft brewery or 40,000. I can't remember. It was, it was some stupid amount. It doubled in the amount of like a couple of years. Yes. The amount of craft breweries in the country is ridiculous. I believe it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. even
0: just looking at Nashville, you've had four or five spots open up in the last year.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're not saturated
0: yet. You got reek you got Living Waters, you have Phaeloforce. Uh, uh, You know, Tenfold's pretty Tenfold. new still. Yep. Uh, you know, all these places opening up. I mean, it's, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it's in the thousands yeah. that have opened up in the last two like, years. Like Bearded sure. Iris
1: is a Nashville staple and they're only six years old.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> wild. They got two locations, yeah. uh, you know, potentially three. Uh, they're, mm, you know. They're working with Scofflaw. I mean, they're blowing up. Yeah. Uh, I've got friends in northern Illinois that ask me if I can bring a case uh every time I come back up there. I'm like, Good hey, on bearded man. iris, but man. They, they they know bearded iris. Uh, they get Southern Grist up there too. And they yeah. like, Man, if oh. you can get anything that we can't get up here, bring it up. So that's man. crazy how
1: we take that shit for
0: granted. Oh right. yeah. It's no, like when I it. go
1: to the grocery store, I go, "Oh, I love Homestyle." Oh, but they also have Everclever. I'm going to get that yeah, instead. Yeah. And people are like, "Just get some Homestyle, like <laughs> if you could only get
0: it." And that's saying a lot. I mean, the Chicago scene up there is incredible. Yeah, yeah it is incredible. Yeah, uh, and again, the bar set so high there that you have to put out good beer there. But uh, you know, yeah. I think I think Nashville's really kind of the second wave is uh, really propelling that lately. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, man. Chicago, I
1: would, shout out, Revolution Brewery. That's what's up, man.
2: Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I'll trade some Bearded Iris for some Revolution. Hell yeah. Death Tar.
0: 3 Face. Oh, we get Hot Butcher down here now. Yep. That's good. Yep.
1: Finally, yeah. Love um, some Hot Butcher. Goldfinger,
0: yeah. Yep. Great, great beer up there.
1: <clears throat> uh-huh. I'm glad I'm glad that they're starting to cross states. Yes. You know, I'm glad that breweries are growing big enough to where they're starting to be able to distribute outside of their area. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So this has been great, man. <clears throat> Brian, dude, and you're thank you
0: i appreciate y'all coming out it was this great is, meeting you at the bottle sharing you know yes just great sharing some beers since then it was for good sure. seeing you at the the barique the one-year anniversary fun. The we both
2: got the dunk shane
0: yep did yep. you get the
2: dunk shane also did. i know ryan
0: <laughs> did did you get it also i hit it second try no nice. uh, i didn't think i hit it
1: nice yeah. same for you Mitch. i think it was yeah i think nice. it was the second try yeah. you dunked him either way yeah it counts. his hair's wild he is the whole like rainbow says, sherbert <laughs> color.
0: Says world's best dad, but I, or worst dad. Worst in dad he's in gotta, town. He's yeah. got to be the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let someone do that. He I definitely plays
1: on his name. Like it's he he's he's got that persona. He's, and it a, works. Yeah. he's a good guy. Yeah, he's yeah, a great sure. dude. That's awesome. Final thoughts, Mitch. Marrowbone Creek Brewing beers
2: tonight. Fantastic location. Ashland City's beautiful. Yeah, I wish I could just like teleport here, but. At the same time, I'm looking forward to seeing them grow, expand, and get into anywhere else. For sure. Um, I enjoyed the Cedar Tap, the times I've been, and I hope to continue to go to there in the near future and on. For sure. The beer is hitting me, yes. by the way.
1: <laughs> We've had <laughs> some tonight. Th- 13 and a half. That We've man. had 13 and a half. <laughs> Didn't help that we had a 10.1% stout prior to that. <laughs> got to warm up to <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it's got to warm yeah, up. That's true. Ryan, man. Thank pleasure. you so much, brother. It's been awesome, man. We've had a great time tonight. Mitch and Rich are signing out. If you are drinking beer, keep drinking beer. If you're not drinking beer, start drinking beer. If you've never had craft beer before, if you live in Ashland City or the surrounding Nashville area, definitely come out and check out their brewery. Their taproom room is amazing. Their beers are great. Um, the space is cool overall. So I'm sure they're, they're very, they'll be excited to have you in, just like we were excited to be here tonight. So we're going to keep drinking this beer, and then we're going to turn off the mics, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Cheers.
0: Cheers.